Up next, the AM Kevin Show with your host, Kevin Shorey. But first, we would like to tell you a little bit about Kevin Shorey Ministries. 38 years ago, Kevin Shorey felt the calling to use his talents as a singer, songwriter, and evangelist to help fulfill the Great Commission to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Today, Kevin Shorey Ministries is continuing this mission through television, radio, social media, streaming, music, and evangelistic services. During the show, Kevin will tell you how you can help him spread the word that Jesus is the answer for this world today. Won't you consider helping us in this great cause? Thank you. Now, sit back and enjoy this edition of A.M. Kevin. The following program is presented by Kevin Shorey Ministries, whose mission is to fulfill the Great Commission by spreading the word that Jesus is the answer for this world today. What time is it? Why, it's time for A.M. Kevin. That's right. From Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, it's time once again for another edition of A.M. Kevin. Starring evangelist, composer, and gospel artist Kevin Shorey and the entire A.M. Kevin Club gang. And now, from the A.M. Kevin Studios, located in Stonebridge Books and Gifts in beautiful Ashland City, Tennessee, reaching coast to coast and around the world with the message that Jesus is the answer for this world today, is your host, Kevin Shorey. Good morning and welcome to the A.M. Kevin Club. The crowd is going wild. Why is the crowd going wild? It's because the Tennessee River Boys are back. Oh, do it again. Where's that applause? Where's that uh, screaming and the, ch the, the cheering? It's the Tennessee River Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, let's start off with a song. You're uh, here on the right day. Elizabeth out there in Northern Ireland. Darris down in Texas. Lyle and Larry in California. Coast to coast, they're watching. Here it is. Tennessee River Boys. Hit it. Oh, yeah. People get ready. There's a train coming. You don't need no baggage. You just get on board. All you need is faith to hear the diesel humming. Don't need no ticket. You just thank the Oh, yeah. 
Now there ain't no room for the hopeless sinner who's hard on mankind just to save his own. Have pity on those whose chances are thinner. Cause there ain't no hiding place from the kingdom throne. I love that. Where the bass guy goes, oh, it's wonderful. That's and I love that song. People, we gotta get ready. I'm gonna zip my lip because you know what it's time for. It's time for my soapbox. It's time now for Kevin's soapbox. News, thoughts, and commentary from your host, Kevin Shorey. Now, here's Kevin. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Tennessee Rear Boys. They're coming back, and they're going to wow us with a few more songs and uh, going to share and talk with them a little bit. But uh, soapbox time. Well, you know, I love to go back in history and figure out what's happening today. You know, in 1952, I don't know if you were around in 1952, but the president at that time was Harry S. Truman, and Harry Truman made the today Citizenship Day. Citizenship Day, which obviously means nothing to our president and others in this, in the administration, you know. Citizens. Doesn't matter. Come over the border. You don't have to be Come on, get all the benefits. Also today, which is September 17th, by the way, September 17th, 1952, President Truman made it Citizenship Day. And uh, uh, they, in the final meeting of the Continental Congress, uh, the Met signed the Constitution on this day, September the 17th, 1782, 1787, sorry. They painstakingly labored over and signed the Constitution. Obviously, once again, means nothing to a lot of people, the Constitution or citizenship. How sad. This year, I don't think we can really celebrate either holiday. That's my soapbox. And I'm sticking to it. Take it out, Larry. Oh, here, we got to put this away because we got 
We got the Tennessee River boys coming. Larry, take it out. Larry. Oh, Larry. Wake up. This concludes this edition of Kevin's Soapbox, thought-provoking news, thoughts, and commentary from your host, Kevin Shorey. Kevin's Soapbox is a regular feature of the AM Kevin Show. We hope that you've enjoyed it. Sad, but if you really realize, it's really true. Good morning, Cliff and Joyce in St. Louis, Charlene in Louisiana, Roger out there in, uh, yeah, Curtis Mayfield would have never imagined their sound, that song could sound that good, right? I don't know. And uh, yes, you're agreeing with my soapbox. It just saddens me. I'm not happy about it at all. Just really sad. If you want some more music, we got TennesseeRiverBoys.com. I guess they've got their own website. Uh, Larry has posted it for those who are watching on YouTube and uh, Facebook. Steve, good morning. Sarge out in Texas, good morning. My Devo today is going to come from Genesis in chapter 50, and I wanted to share this word because it was on my heart today before we have some more music and we share with the Tennessee River Boys. I'm so glad they're here. Mike and Michael and Rick and David, they're just uh, great brothers, and I'm so glad they came back. Give it one more college try for sure. So I hope it won't be their last time, and I hope that they will come. And then we're going to have a word of prayer, and then they're going to sing the next song. Uh, they're going to sing one of my favorites. I love it. You know I've had... Uh, Lulu on here, Lulu recorded Wayfair and Stranger, and she really does it. But I heard them practicing it. It's just a whole different ball game, you know. Lulu, Tennessee River Boys, they can't compare them. But I would love to put them together. Wouldn't it be great if Lou and the Tennessee River Boys could sing Wayfair? Oh, I'd be, that's my bucket list. Well, I want that to be. Listen, Joseph, after going through everything he did for 38, 39 years, from thrown into a pit to going into prison to uh, uh, being betrayed by his brothers, being lied about by uh, his employer's wife, uh, you know, everything that he'd being forgotten in prison. When somebody said he remember him and they didn't remember, they forgot him. And uh, I like the wide shot, too, so I can go to. That's what I meant by that. Yeah, wide But when... When Joseph finally came into his own and the dream was fulfilled, he realized that God sometimes delays. He may wait, but he's never late. He always comes through. I call them divine delays today. I want to call them divine delays. And uh, Joseph was there when his father, Jacob, passed away and they buried him. And it says here in Genesis 50, the last chapter of Genesis, it closed out with Joseph reminding everybody. Joseph wept when, they, when he spoke to his brothers and they fell down before him and said, Behold, we are your slaves now, Joseph. Isn't it interesting how, how that dream, and he had them, saw the, the bowing down of the stars or the bowing down of the cornfield. It came to pass. But 38 years later, you see, whatever you're going through, it's, a, it, it's just a divine delay. All you have to do is trust him and not give up. When Joseph said to, to, his, to his brothers, don't be afraid, for I'm in the place of God. Aren't I in the place of God? Yes, you yourself plans evil against me. The enemy plans evil against us. But God plans it all for good in order to bring about what it is today to preserve the lives of his people. What the enemy means for evil, 
God turns for good. Joseph understood his delays were only God setting him up for divine moments. All that he went through was a setup for victory. Maybe you feel like a wayfarer and stranger, but God is has not made you a stranger, but he's adopted you as his own. Maybe what you're facing today is a divine setup. So get ready. All you have to do is trust him. I've heard too many... Uh, too many divine delays set up stories about how people were uh, angry and uh, got attitudes because they missed their plane. Uh, I, I was friends of a great preacher teacher by the name of C.M. Ward. And C.M. said that he was delayed. He was, he was supposed to be at a service. He missed his plane in Chicago. The plane crashed. If he'd have gotten onto that plane. I've got my own divine delay you know these are momentary delays but if God will do the momentary he'll do the long term as well like he did for Joseph I'm just telling you everything that you're going through is a setup for your victory God wants his his uh, he intends for all of us to win do you believe that I believe that I believe that with all my heart I was supposed to get on an airplane to go from uh from home I, I lived in Florida that's where I grew up at times five from Florida to Boston to do a youth camp. The pastor had told me, uh, can you come a few days early? Well, there's a divine delay. There's a little frustration because you got to rebook. I had to rebook on a different airline. And then the day that I was flying out was storms and it was delay after delay. They handpicked, though, a few to sit in first class because they felt so sorry. So I got to go first class with no extra charge. I get on the plane. I get there into Boston. I get to the camp. I do the do the service that night, the next night. Now, the following third night was when I was actually supposed to come in. You see, a, a group had canceled or something for the camp. That, that day that I was supposed to actually fly on a U.S. Air flight from Florida, stopping into Charlotte, never made it totally into Charlotte. A storm had hit it, and that plane crashed and killed half the people that were on that plane, the same plane that I was supposed to. I, I still have the headline. I kept the newspaper to this day. Sometimes your anger, your frustration, even bitterness is unnecessary. You just have to trust that God is working out what the enemy meant for evil. God is turning around for good. And Joseph understood that somehow he stayed through 38 years till his his delay turned into God's promise for him. Matter of fact, uh, this should be a song. Your delay means the answer's on the way. It is coming through for you. God is there for you. So as we pray today, and we go to God, know that what we're praying for, the answer may not come today or tomorrow. But what you got to know is it is going to come. God answers prayer. I'm glad everybody is, is, is watching right now. And if you have any other prayer requests live, we'll go right there live. But some of you have already sent in your prayer requests. And I love to pray. And then we love to give our proclamations uh, about the uh, putting on the whole armor of God. We have to do that every day of our lives. Let's just believe God right now as the musicians play, as they say. Lord, first of all, we pray for our nation. We pray for divine guidance. Give a dream. You said old man will dream dreams. So give our president a dream that will wake him up in the middle of the night and do what is right in the sight of the Lord. How about our pastors and our ministries? God, inspire them, all of our leaders, to, to bring revival to our nation, we pray. We pray, God, you will help our, all those who have been victims from Waverly in that area in Tennessee, New Orleans, Haiti. Bring out everyone that needs to come out of Afghanistan and protect our churches and our ministers there. Many have already been martyred.
and killed. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for peace and comfort for the Randall family and the McNeely family. We pray for those that lost those loved ones, those that are going through COVID right now, Janine, Dave, Karen. God, raise them up. Adam, help them right now. We have a praise report today. Elizabeth's telling me uh, her sister had COVID and is already uh, coming through out there in Ireland. Thank you, God. And thank you for touching Elizabeth. Gary's daughter is in the hospital. Raise her up and bring her out. Uh, Rita's daughter, Casey, needs a touch from you, needs to find you. And Ginger's granddaughter, Elizabeth, needs your touch right now, needs to come to you. Thank you for touching Lila Renee. Bring healing. Continue to bring healing to that wonderful baby. Touch Linda in South Carolina, Lana right here. Open up her lungs, God, and just give her the miracle that we've been praying and believing for. For, for Norma, for April, Jeff, Sandy in Texas, Sandra in Arizona, John in Florida, Madeline right here in Tennessee, Leon in Louisiana, Josh and Lynn right here, and Carol in Indiana. Give her the joy of the Lord. Let the joy of the Lord be her strength. For Tam, uh, Hazel's daughter, Tammy, right now. And just continue healing Morris out there in Indiana. Thank you, God, for healing and uh, Bob before and what you did before. Heal him again. He's come out of surgery and just heal him even quicker than they think possible. Heal, heal our friend, my producer Jim, right now and help him right in the name that's above every name. You are the God that heals. You are the God that has the answer. Help us just to trust you and to, to put to trust in your word and your promises that you may wait, but you never late. Those divine delays mean the answer is on its way. Let us trust you this day and every day. As we put on the whole armor of God, we know we're strong in the Lord and the power of his might as we put on the helmet of salvation, but not just the helmet of salvation, but the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shoes of readiness on our feet. We take up the shield of faith and reject every lie, temptation of the devil. We raise up the sword of the spirit, which we know is the word of God. And may this word be the basis for everything we believe and everything that will come out of our mouth and everything we will do today. Holy Spirit, touch us. Touch this program. I thank you, Lord, for the Tennessee River Boys and whatever they or their families are going through. I pray that you will touch them and you will help them and uh, their family and uh, their finances and healing in their body. Thank you for their ministry. Thank you for their calling. Thank you for their great entertainment. Thank you for their voices, which they've dedicated to you. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen, amen, amen. I'm so glad that you're watching today. I am so glad that you are here because I'm so glad we're still live and everything's working live. We got a great little studio audience. My friends, the Hagans are in the house. We have a good friend, Mark, who is a lifesaver when it comes to the sound. And remember the days when I was really, it was not that good. He, he has come and he has redeemed our life from destruction, just like Jesus. There you go. And uh, we're so thankful for him. If you love our ministry and you want to help support us, I, I want to get the offering and all that out of the way uh, before they come. We're going to talk to them after this song. But uh, help support monthly. Uh, I was talking today to Ethiopia, and uh, we are definitely going into Ethiopia. There are some real hot spots right now politically. And, uh, I mean, literal people are being killed almost every day. So it really wouldn't be prudent to go there right now. But uh, we are going. And your finances and your support has helped us so that we can have these crusades. The, the crusades, the churches, they're open. All we have to do is just pray that, uh, well, one of the things we need is a new president. He made some mistakes in Ethiopia. 
of all things. Our dear president, which we pray for every day, and I, I, I sincerely mean that, uh, uh, just made some decisions for the wrong party. And so 80% of Ethiopians right now who belong to the party that's in power, which Biden or our government sent money to the 20% other party, <laughs> which means the majority of Ethiopia hate America right now or really do not, do not like us. See, they're shooting already. I'm trying to hide. Lord have mercy. So anyway, pray for us. And I know God can do what no man can do in Ethiopia and anywhere around the world. And uh, but boy, sometimes as even as an evangelist, I feel like this song for sure. Maybe that's why I like this song. I, I really <laughs> relate to it. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to put your hands together. I want you to shout. Maybe maybe you put like clapping hands on those that are watching Facebook or YouTube. Uh, but uh, make sure that you uh, clapping hands or just shout. Woohoo or something. I don't know. Yay, Tennessee River Boys. Do something live on Facebook because here they are to come sing for us. Here is, once again, what's that? Yay, God. Yay, God. That's a good one, too. Come on. Here are the Tennessee River Boys. Hit it with Wayfair and Stranger. I am a poor wayfaring stranger. I'm traveling through this world of woe. Now there is no sickness and no toil or danger in that bright land for which I'll go. I'm going there.
Yes. Tennessee River Boys. Come on over, Tennessee River Boys. And while you're on your way over here, I was going to do a little bit while they're getting in their seats and grab your stools and come on over. And, uh, yes, try that. And uh, we got a, let's see what we got there. There we go. They're coming in here. I thought we would do just a little bit of, uh, let's see if I can find it. I've, I've been typing feverishly throughout the song just so I could do a little bit of. Uh, now let's go back. Back to a simpler time. Simpler. A time for Well, at least 1972, I don't know. Reminiscing. 1972. Today in 1972, September the 17th of 1972, uh, for the very first time, you would have heard this. Let's see if we can hear this. You would have heard this. 1972. The following. Okay. Yes, go ahead. Play. Well. Your TV would have been broken if you would have heard this, but if your TV was working, you would have heard. Was that me? <laughs> what was that? Hi, guys. This is what you would have heard. Through early morning fog I see visions of the things to be. Now, if I played anymore, I have to pay money, so that's out. Yes, 1972, you know what show that was? MASH. That's right. MASH came out today in 1972. Now, let's see if I get this to work, because in 1991, this came out. Let's see if we got this here. Let's see if we get I had all these set up, and then these buttons don't. I know I'm getting slow internet. Yes, all the internet is slowed down. But if I went, I can't even do it. I can't do it. But it was like, download the app. No, don't download the app. Anyway, Tim Allen starred in 1991 in the first episode of Home Improvement. That's right. Tim, who keeps whistling like that? Is that me? Oh, it's your phone. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I'm pushing all kinds of buttons. I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, and the last episode, 2010, that was only 11 years ago. After 54 years, and this is under the category of who really cares, but anyway, the last episode of As the World Turns. Yes, 11 years ago today, September the 17th. So, but the Tennessee River Boys are here. Who are they, you say? Well, first of all, they're from Tennessee, at least now. Now, you're originally West Coast, right? You are Washington State, if I remember, right? Talking your, yes. Snohomish, Washington. So what? Snohomish, nice Indian village. Snohomish. I like that. That's kind of cool, yeah. Uh, on the coast. And how did you get all the way into, what, is there country music out in Washington State? Or? Well, there it is. <laughs> but, uh, I just felt called to, to move this way, and uh, we prayed about it for 15 years, talked about it for 10 years. Yeah. And then decided now's the time. Yeah. I'm glad you did. I did. It's pretty awesome because you've not only from Washington State to Tennessee, you've done Opry and all. I mean, you have. How did you break? 
for those that are the legendary dreams, how do you break in from Washington State to Tennessee? I'm sure there's a whole journey in between there, but there I is, mean, uh, of course, there's a journey for everyone. But uh, we we um, joined a uh, affiliation called uh, Music City Christian Fellowship. Oh, okay. And, um, we were part of a choir that went on the Opry to back um, just to sing a few songs and on one of the shows on the Grand Old Opry stage. And that was at the Ryman Auditorium when the Ryman was still with us. Whoa. And uh, the first time there, um, I don't think the group was there. Uh, I think I was there alone and sang a duet uh, on the stage there with a, with a lady, little lady called Judy Gilbert. And uh, we sang a duet. And we met a man named Joe Babcock. And he was with Marty Robbins. He was uh, part of the Nashville edition. He oh. started the Nashville edition. He, oh, he wow. started uh, making a way for singers to get paid. Yeah. And uh, Joe has been a God great bless friend Joe. for us. Just yeah. a terrific friend. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, we should have him come up here and you should interview Joe. I He's would love that. Quite a life story. Yeah. Wonderful. I would definitely love that. I mean, uh, you, you get to um, Nashville and not necessarily everybody that gets here all their hopes and dreams, but y'all were y'all really have stories from different places where you came from. I mean, one of you was in Truth, right, with Roger, or before was it the Awana group that became Truth? So you and Roger Breland, or were you at the beginnings then of Truth, or did you were you before? Yeah, in the mid seventies. I mean, Truth has just brought so many singers that are still out there today. And and one of you went with the Blackwood Brothers uh, school or music. Uh, you were the Blackwood. Oh, wow. How did, how did they? Uh well, it's a two-week uh, music school at Murray State University. Yeah. Back in uh, 1983, I think, when I was there. Wow. And I was uh, taught by London Paris. And wow. Was one of the greatest bass singers. Yes. Uh, there ever was. Ever. So he married a lady who was a. Her son was my best friend. Yeah. And uh, now he is the road manager for the Oak Ridge Boys. Wow. So he's. Uh, do you ever? Do you all you really bass players, uh, bass players, bass singers, mm -hmm. get together and just see who gets the lowest notes? Oh do yeah. You, you, I've got a personal little feud going on with one right now. Yeah? Yeah. Really? <laughs> There's a guy in Branson mm -hmm. <laughs> who claims he's the lowest bass singer there is. He gets really down there. But how do you know? What's it, where's a register that says, oh, yes, that is a seven point. How, how do you know what, well, what note? Because when it gets really low. You just use the keyboard. Yeah. And when, but when you it's real low, a keyboard, you're pretty much guessing. <laughs> right, because is it a real note? Because uh, after sun, it's just like a, a, a burp. Well, London <laughs> taught me that there's a difference <laughs> singing a note yes. and hitting a note. Yes. I can hit notes that I can't sing, if that makes any sense. Yes, sir. Singing is you're pronouncing words. Yeah. You can understand what man's singing. Yeah, that one kind of counts uh, more, I think. But when you <laughs> get down to, <sighs> you can't. Right? You can't say anything when you go, <sighs> <sighs> I love that. And this is not some special no, sound effect uh, on your microphone. No, you li but listen to the way he talks, just the way I love it. I really, I need <laughs> you to do a voicemail thing for me so that when people answer, yeah. hello, yeah. thanks for calling, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Rhymes with heaven. Something. 
I mean, yes. And then there's yeah. Michael. I don't think he's done anything in his life. He just showed up and then. I'm just, I just, I just look good in a cowboy hat when we have to wear them. That's all. <laughs> no, no. You're a great singer. You're the. Are you the high? Let's see. Between you and David, who's the high singer, the tenor? Dave's the singer. Oh, he's a. Oh, I'm totally off. And I'm the lead. And I'm the lead. Okay. Baritone. He sings whatever's left over. The leftovers. That's what the poor. Just one note all the way. The baritones, just one note. But but you do resemble Larry Gatlin. Has everybody ever told you that before? Yes, uh, we've been with Larry many yeah, times. He yeah. was a friend of my father-in-law's. Yeah. But yes, so there you go. You got that going for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been I've been singing actually for about twenty-five years. Twenty-five. Yeah. No, you you guys are all fantastic, and to put it together, it's like the perfect blend. It's like, see how I relate is cooking because I love to cook. You just got the right ingredients, and oh, it's a great souffle. I mean, you guys are awesome. Uh, but now, so Washington State, you're. Kentucky you're Kentucky. Yeah. I'm from Murray, Kentucky. Murray. So now, so you're legit, man. You're you're you know Southern. Now where where does the base? I live in uh, Clarksville, what? Tennessee. Clarksville. Were you born, raised Tennessee? No, I was uh, originally from Glasgow, Kentucky. Ah, another Kentucky. Another Kentucky. Yeah. I know Glasgow. I've preached there before. What about um, Dave? South Alabama. Alabama. There we go. We keep going farther Gold and farther south. In the Gulf Coast. Yes. Yeah. So, tide, yeah. so go figure that an Alabaman, a Washingtonian, and two Kentuckians become the Tennessee River Boys. <laughs> yeah. I love it, though. It's a God thing. What's that? It's a God it thing. It is a God thing. How, how did you, we covered this last time, but share again how you got together this perfect recipe of uh, a great, you really, now I'm not blowing smoke. I, no, seriously, because I don't do that. If you guys suck, I would not say anything like I'm saying now. But you guys, can I say suck on TV? I don't know if I can. But I just did. Um, you know, through straws and stuff, you know. Uh, well, again, it kind of started back with the uh, Music City Christian Fellowship. Okay. Uh, I had met Rick at church, and uh, after a couple of years he had been on that, he invited me to uh, join the MCCF and become a part of that whole Grand Ole Opry thing that they did every year. Mm. And, uh, oh, Four or five years into it, uh, we had a um, singing. We were there at the uh, Musicians Hall uh, downtown uh, Nashville where we were practicing for the show. Anyway, Mike was with a, a different group at that time, and their, they, their whole group came uh, yeah. and sang in the choir. And uh, then we had another guy with us uh, who's not with us any longer now, but... Um, he came and, and sang in the choir as well. And so one day we were just sitting around uh, the piano there. And uh, oh. me and Rick and these guys just kind of wandered over. And uh, we just started picking and, and singing and said, hey, this, this sounds pretty good. <laughs> it really so does. It's like it's you guys are brothers, kind of. It just grew from there. Smooth. And then um, the next year after that, uh, after we'd been kind of singing around some, uh, the... Uh, Joe Babcock, who we mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. uh, asked uh, us, the quartet, to be the backup group for all the uh, special artists who came on the show. So we have sung with Roy Clark, Lynn Anderson, uh, you name it, Billy Dean, uh, Billy wow. Dean uh, every, uh, my, pretty much all the stars from the old Hee Haw show, because that's where uh, Joe Babcock and the Nashville Edition, for all those years, they were the backup oh. group for the Hee Haw show. Yeah. 
Uh, we have sung with Lulu many times. She's a wonderful matter of fact. We just did her 75th birthday. That's right. That's where I saw y'all, and I was yes, like, yes, ho, ho, ho. Yes. That was a great honor for us to uh, be able to do that with, with Lulu. Isn't she the best? So we, we've gotten to sing with a lot of uh, interesting uh, folks, a uh, lot of uh, Hall of Famers. And, uh, oh, I can see why. And Cy Robertson, yes. yes. We actually yeah. got to sing with old Cy uh, a couple of times. I have a feeling if Elvis was around, he'd have y'all... <laughs> He would have. He would have well, bumped. And the funny thing is, we have done very uh, several Elvis tribute shows. Are you serious? Oh yes. Uh, of as, course, uh, that makes as sense. Stamps yeah. Yes, as the Stamps Quartet, and uh, uh, most of them have been up in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah. Uh, with a, a gentleman by the name of Don Freeman uh, at uh, Princeton High School there in uh, Cincinnati, one of the last places that Elvis actually sang. Really. Was, was there, and so they every year they. For many years, they did a uh, Elvis tribute concert. Anyway, we were part of that. It was the largest, the entire student body there at Princeton, uh, the orchestra, were all part of the uh, the entire thing. So it was the largest wow. Elvis production outside of uh, not sanctioned by Graceland, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Do you anyway, but that was a lot of fun. And we've sung with some other Elvis impersonators as well. And so... Anyway, huh. it's all been a lot of fun. Uh, now, as far as the name, Tennessee River Boys, we were trying yeah. to come up with a name for yeah. us. And uh, back, I don't know if you remember, but back in the 70s when uh, Opryland mm -hmm. was still in function, there was mm -hmm. a little group out there called Love the that Tennessee place. River Boys. Uh, when they closed Opryland, uh, that little group went out on its own. They changed their name. Uh, and I, what was the name of that group? I can't remember. They were... Diamond, probably never heard of them. Diamond Rio, Rio Grande. Oh, Diamond, Diamond Rio. Diamond Rio. Oh, that little group. Yeah. That little group. Ah. <laughs> so they didn't need the name anymore. So no. We stole it. <laughs> it, it's a good one. I wish they'd open it. Oh, Opryland again. That's for oh, sure. Goodness, yeah. That's and we great. We love Diamond Rio, and uh, we actually do some of their songs as well. So there might be. I, I've been praying because <laughs> a little bit praying, not. Hard, hard, you know, sincerely praying, but that they'd open some amusement park around Nashville like that again, like because I miss Silver Dollar City out there in Branson. They because they had all these southern groups, gospel groups, and and stuff all the time, and it was always fun. And Nashville seems like it's the place where it should be. Pioneer the cowboy days. The way we're growing here now. Uh, Dolly actually toyed around with the idea she was going to build a water park. Yeah, right across. Well, now if anybody there. could do it. Yeah, and it's but that kind of it kind of fell through. I think so. It it'll eventually get here though. I'm, I just believe it will. Right? It it's it, it's it's Music City. It's it's country music. It's yeah. It's all those things, and I don't know. There should be. Now, have you heard of the uh, the uh, little Christian uh, thing that's going on down in Murfreesboro? There's a, actually a theme park that's no. being built down in Murfreesboro. Okay. There, and it's a Christian little Christian theme park. So. I don't know when it's going to open, but uh, they've they've secured the property and everything for it. Yeah. So check, yeah you might I've heard of another one that might be opening, uh, like a Branson Theater kind of thing with restaurants, but I can't I can't say where when at this point. Even that I said that much, I'm in trouble. I know I'm going to get killed. But uh, yeah, that there. Yeah. So it's coming around, and I'm I can see you guys doing the the shows and doing the for sure. Uh, if all that happens, for sure, I, I love it. So, 
But y'all, were just, you're not only just singers, and you go to churches, right? But you also do other venues, and also anybody, TennesseeRiverBoys.com. Find out, you know, how to get a hold of them. Have them come to your church. You would go to a church and do all this. Okay, and do the church and the blessing. You even have another group, too. I don't know how, you know, Michael Gatlin gets around, but he... Uh, but he's got so but but y'all Tennessee River Boys uh, are available and you have CDs available. Is that correct, too? We do. You have CDs. Uh, and really the best way to get a hold of us right now is uh, our, our website is a little bit on hold because we're okay. changing. Boy, I know that feeling. <laughs> so anyway, but if you go to Facebook yep. and look up Tennessee River Boys on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, you'll see all the all the things that are currently happening with us. And, oh, uh, good. It's got Michael's information. On yeah. there, he has a little blurb. You can contact Michael for, for bookings. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you meet J.D. Sumner? I did once. One time? And, uh, did you have a base off with him? No, I was just a kid. And was your, were, uh, did your voice change this way, or was it? were you born with this low voice? No, I wasn't born with it. I was uh, in eighth <laughs> grade. I was singing as high as any girl in the class. Well, see, usually and people go the opposite uh, way, don't they? Or not? <laughs> no. During that summer... From eighth grade to freshman, my voice started dropping. So wow, I don't know if it works, and don't try this at home. Yeah. But any young man that's going through that stage where your voice is, you don't know where it's going, high or low, or whatever. I got in the shower, turned the water on as hot as I could get it. Okay. And stay in there, and sung as low as I could to a, a cassette tape player the stamps and the <laughs> cathedrals yeah. until I just couldn't make a sound. And I would do that every day. And eventually, time I was 18, I was going to the Stamps Factor School of Music. I was meeting bass singers, and oh. they would teach me different techniques. And so it's kind so of it learned as well as natural. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you really yeah, develop a lower. My low voice, but he couldn't sing. Yeah. And Mom had a high voice, and she did sing. My, 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 she had a high voice. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah, it'd be funny to have a female bass singer, but yeah. I, I'm sure it's been they're, done. They're out there. For real? Yeah. For real? Yeah, for the barbershop harmony. Yeah. The Sweet Adeline's. I'm going to type that in and find uh, one. That's yeah. amazing. It's, it, it female is. bass singers. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't be married to that I'd one. I'd hate to get that would be, yeah. female bass singer. That's yeah. right, for sure. Uh, my, my son went through a phase where he wanted to be a bass. Every five seconds, we would hear him through the house going, baby, lock them, do-, whatever that song is where, baby, they will you, down the lights, down low. Do you know that one? Yeah. Baby, won't you lock that, turn light? I don't know. He was, every five minutes, he was like, yeah. Charlie Rich's Rich song. I don't know. He's not a bass singer, though. No. But, uh, but you are definitely a bass singer. Thank and <laughs> so I was getting to the point of not, not only going to churches, but uh, you guys uh, all love the Lord and serve the Lord with, through this ministry and all. Do you remember, what? tell us about, is it in church, somebody witnessed to you, how each one of you found the Lord, and then we're going to have you sing. But I uh, want to start with our, our fearless leader, I was Rick. 15 years old at a Bible camp. The Nooksack Valley Baptist Church had a Bible camp. Uh, and I accepted the Lord there, and I drifted away from the Lord. Mm. Um, I was raised in a logging camp, and there wasn't really a whole lot going on, uh, you know, for church at the logging camp until I was about 17 years old, and then I began to get out on my own a little bit, and 
and uh, I came back to the Lord when I was about 19 years old. My oh. wife uh, and I were on the road traveling, actually singing gospel music, and the Lord came uh, Praise in God. a special way to me while I was singing yeah. his music Yeah. and said, you phony. Wow. And uh, I got on my face before the Lord right there in front of the whole crowd. Come on. And um, that's the best day of my life. Best day of your life. Wow. Wow. You can tell it comes from a from a heart that loves the Lord, you know. Uh, Michael? Well, I was about nine years old. Uh, me too. And I, and I grabbed a hold. Uh, I was in a church service uh, one morning, and I bruised my hand, both of them. I was gripping a hold of that pew so tight that I, I honestly bruised my hand. I Whoa. But the preacher caught, I caught his eye, I guess. And that afternoon, he come to my house, and I knelt Whoa. right in the living room floor and gave my heart to the Lord. Come on. Yep. That's and, awesome. Preachers and know. I, and I <laughs> did the same thing, Rick. I, you know, as I got older, I didn't think I needed as much of the Lord as I thought. 16-year-old had a calling on my life, but I wasn't ready to do that either. So I took off running, and, you know, for about... 25 Jonah. or 30 years, I ran from the Lord until one day I couldn't run anymore. Yeah. And then I honestly just turned my life around, and I've been working for him ever since. Come on. That's great. That is awesome. I love these stories. I'm glad I asked. I don't always ask for some reason, but I should ask. You know, Dave? Um, I was uh, 11, and it was during a revival at the church we were attending down in Mobile, Alabama at that time called Orchard Baptist Church and uh, I can't even remember who the uh, uh, evangelist was but I remember the the, uh, the music guy that was there. His name was Jim McNeil. Huh. Uh, and uh, anyway I, I loved his voice and we uh, I've got one of his albums from, from way back then and, and I just learned everything on his album because he had a beautiful baritone voice Jim had and so uh, it was during that revival said that, that I got saved and, and really kind of fell in love with music and after that uh, my mom sent me to piano lessons and uh, after about three years of wasting money on that, uh, <laughs> that yeah. she decided well maybe voice uh, would be my avenue and so I started taking uh, voice lessons and awesome. uh, first group I sang with was a little group called Reflections and uh, then I sang with uh, Awana. Yeah. And then the great group, true. Uh, group called the Cornerstones. Uh, wow. You may remember from the late 70s. Uh, and then uh, a group called Port City Quartet after that. Mm. Uh, the great Billy Todd, mm. uh, the Florida Boys. He was our yep. bass singer for about six years of that group. Okay. And then we started moving around the country and, and kind of uh, got out of the group thing until we moved here to Nashville. And uh, like I said, that's where Rick and I met and wow. kind of got back into the quartet singing again after that. And so that's kind of uh, sort of my life story. It's been uh, a lot of hit and miss with the singing, but uh, a lot of a lot of good, good groups over the years. And yeah. Isn't it great how music is such a big part of Christianity and it, it, that it can be because it comes from the heart. It comes from inside that God created music. Uh, for a reason. It was music that attracted my father-in-law. That's why Mel Tillis uh, got into music, but not only into music, but it was at a tent revival that he got saved and, and gave his life to the Lord and his talents because the, the preacher played a guitar. And so he wanted to, I want a shiny guitar like the preacher. I want to I do like that. And so he actually at one point told me that 
he uh, he didn't know whether he's going to be a, a preacher or a singer, you know, country singer. There was one, you know, and then it's like, I think you did right, Mal, because uh, a stuttering preacher. I don't know that that's that quite works, but <laughs> well, didn't affect his singing, though. No, not at all. He is amazing, Mike. Yes. Yes. Uh, I was 16 years old. 16. Although yes, you ma'am. you took longer than the rest of the guys. I did. Well, <laughs> I, I had been taking the church my entire life. Yes, sir. And I'm glad that I had Christian parents that really had the faith to raise their child up in the church. But I was 16, and we had about 60 acres of hay on. And I was fixing my water jug up one morning, and Mother said uh, to me, she said, you uh, you be careful out there today. I said, well, Mom, I'm raking on level ground, and, and, and it, it ain't going to be nothing, a few groundhog holes and ditches here and there. And she said, if you died today, you would burn in hell forever. Mm, come on now. Uh, and that stuck with me all, all morning. Yeah. And... Uh, about one o'clock in the afternoon, that conviction was on my heart so bad that I just shut the tractor off. Mm. And I fell on my knees right behind the front tire. And I told God, I said, God, if this is the way it's going to feel, I'd rather you just kill me now than to live under this conviction. Wow. And you know, the sweetest feeling came in my heart. And it felt like I was lifted up out of this body. Oh, and, I love it. And floated around the clouds in that field. And that's when I walked with the Lord. Yes, sir. That day. Woo, I, I felt his that. love and his presence. That's and the it. promise that I was his child. And he loved me Amen. and forgave me my sins. And that is a great setup for your song, God's Love, Amen. that you're going to do now. I'm going to ask you guys to go to the stage and do that. Oh, and while you do, I think it would be a good opportunity to say, Right now, anybody that's watching, thank you all so much. Don't you love them? Just uh, ah, wish I had an applause button. But uh, love their testimonies. But uh, you know what? You need to experience God's love today. Maybe you've been uh, convicted of the Holy Spirit. And you see, I feel uncomfortable. I don't understand. It's called conviction. And what you do is when you, when you just open up your heart and let the Lord come in, that peace that, that the, Mike was talking about, that love of God comes into your heart and into your life. Would you accept him today? Would you know him? All you had to do is say, Jesus, I don't know everything about you, but I know that you are love and that you love me enough to die for me. So come into my heart and I will serve you. I'm a sinner, but Lord, you are a savior. Come into my heart. Wash me with the blood that you shed as a sacrifice on Calvary. Fill me with your spirit today. I will serve you. I don't know everything about Jesus, but Jesus, come into my heart and I'll seek it out. And from this point, if you prayed that prayer, seek it out. Go to a Bible, believe and on fire church. Open up your Bible, read about Jesus in Luke or John. And, and uh, you know, you can even read the story of Joseph and see how God just sets up people for a great blessing. Uh, you know, he, he set all of us up at one point or another to be where we are today. And I'm so thankful for God's love. The greatest thing God wants to be known at is, is love. He is a judge. He is righteous. He is holy. But the Bible clearly says God is love. And if you don't have the love of God, then you don't know God, according to 1 John chapter 4. So uh, love God. 
love each other, and uh, you fulfill all the commandments according to Jesus. Here is Tennessee River Boys one more time. Well, they're going to sing again after this, too, because we've got to get a couple more songs in while we can. It's called God's Love. Here is Tennessee River Boys. Tragedies and heartbreaks Had some desperate troubled times Along the way I've had my moments When I just hung my head Through it all, I've known a victory. Let me explain the reason why. I've had this solid rock to stand on. Through the storm, I'll testify God's love. He is trustworthy today, tomorrow, and forever. You can trust Him. You can call on His name. 
there, wherever you are. Amen. Accept Jesus today, will you? God's love has always been enough to bring me through when life gets tough. I'll just keep my hands up and praise the one who never leaves my side no matter what. Jesus never That's right. It's God's love that'll be there for you. His love is unconditional, so you don't have to try to be righteous. He will become your righteousness and uh, just accept him. And I would just as they were singing and some of those testimonies that they were sharing in their lives was was there was a lot of running going on. You know, Michael sounded like the biggest Jonah of all of them. But, um, you know, when you when you just give in, give up. Give your life up to God. It'll be so much better. Maybe I'm speaking to someone, I just feel like I am, that's been running, that's up and down in their relationship with the Lord. But just open up your life and serve Him today. Well, we'll be back next week, and uh, we got some special programs next week. They'll be coming to you from Branson, Missouri. So make sure you stay tuned for the AM Kevin Club next week. Till then, uh, we're going to go out with another Tennessee River Boys song. Get their stuff. Go to Facebook and find Tennessee River Boys. That, just like it sounds. That's how you spell Tennessee and river and boys. And, and uh, thank you, David, Mike, Michael, and Rick. Appreciate you guys so much for being here. This song is called When Heaven Crumbles. Take it away, Tennessee River Boys. We'll see you next week. I'm only going to love him while I'm living. I'm only going to serve him till I die. Everything is all I plan to give him. Since he gave to me eternal life, I'll turn my back whenever heaven crumbles. Prayer no longer opens up the door. I'm only going to love him while I'm living. I'm only going to live forevermore. When I gave my life to him at Calvary, Jesus turned my life around that day. He brought me peace within. He brought me peace within. He really is the truth, the life, the way. Yeah. Now I have a joy beyond all measure, feeling like I've never felt before. serve him till I die. Everything is all I plan to give him since he gave to me eternal life. I'll turn my back whenever heaven crumbles. Prayer no longer opens up the door. I'm only gonna love him while I'm living. I'm only gonna live forevermore.
the part where everybody but the Baptists dance. Come on. Yeah. I love it. Well, I can't imagine life without the Savior walking right beside me in the night. Every day is new. His mercy brings me through. How would I turn back when he's my life? Somehow I wish all the world would know him and the love and peace that Jesus brings. If you take his hand, you will understand why I'm just proud of him and sing. I'm only going to love him while I'm living. I'm only going to serve him till I die. Everything is all I plan to give him Since he gave to me eternal life I'll turn my back whenever heaven crumbles Prayer no longer opens up the door I'm only gonna love him while I'm living I'm only gonna live forevermore I'm only gonna love him while I'm living I'm only gonna live until I die Gave me eternal life. I'll turn my back whenever heaven crumbles. Where no longer opens up the door. I'm only gonna love him while I'm living. I'm only gonna live forevermore. I'm only gonna love him while I'm living. Down here. I'm only gonna. 